What's up, everybody? Welcome to Hood Therapy. My name is Brandon. I hope your day is going pretty good. Mine is going smooth. Before we jump into this episode, I appreciate you for tuning in as this is a very important episode. So over the last few months, I've been networking as a means to not only gain resources, but also to interact with other like-minded individuals. So in doing so, I found one of my entrepreneur friends. He's here with us today. So what's up, Craig? How are you? I'm good, brother. How you doing? I'm fine. Fine. So um, before we jump in, I just want to give you the opportunity to tell the audience a little bit about yourself and what you do. Okay, what I do is I'm a, uh, basically I'm an entrepreneur at heart. Started this thing when I was six years old. I had two jobs throughout my life. And uh, other than that, man, I just hustle and try to help people build businesses and brands and stuff like that. And um, I'm, I have a creative agency, and we have a photo, video, audio, written content. We're based out of Houston, Texas, but we're an online company. And uh, what we do is we create uh, creative strategy to help build up brands and, you know, personal food, personal brands, finance, insurance, a lot of different industries. So I'm just here to just give my little input on how to help people, you know, build their business and also be prosperous throughout the process. Hmm. Well, that sounds great to hear, man. That sounds great. So the title of this episode is Entrepreneur- Is Entrepreneurship a Necessary Evil? And in this episode, we're going to go in depth about our entrepreneurial experiences, answering questions to help you see if it's for you and is it worth it overall. So you ready, bro? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, so let's jump in. So with entrepreneurship, you know, there's several ways that you can get involved. It's like some easier and then there's some other ways that are um, more hands-on. So I know you mentioned that you started entrepreneurship at uh, six years old. How did you necessarily find your start? What was your start? Well, actually, my start was uh, I'm from a small town called Crockett, Texas, and there are a lot of pecan trees out there. And then um, my mom uh, was having a lot, a lot of financial issues and stuff like that. And a lot of stuff that I wanted, you know, like play extracurricular or instrumental basketball and stuff like that and get shoes and stuff like that. You know, we didn't have a lot of money for that. So I picked pecans and saved up my money and stuff like that to be able to sign myself up to play basketball. And since then, man, no one has been able to tell me pretty much anything about business and how to make money and take care of myself. So I took took the leap then. And, uh, you know, it took a lot of confidence. You know, you have to be the kind of person that can handle the, the up and down swings of the overall entrepreneurial process. And if you can't handle it, it can get really tough. And, and one thing I would tell people, try to find something that you're comfortable with and something that fits the person that you are, you know, and, and you can you can base that off your experiences that you've been through. And, you know, and a lot what I tell a lot of people, you try to filter to, through businesses and fall forward. So that means learning what you want to do, learning the strategies and stuff like that. And then if one thing doesn't fit you, just hurry up and move to the forward, to the next one, just move forward. And, and don't let something that happened to you before as far as the process, you know, stop you on chapter one when you have 500 chapters in your book. So, you know, I just try to push people to, you know, to just look at the positive outlook in every situation. Mm. Uh, same, bro. And that's, I feel like that's, it's great that you started so young because for me personally, I started, I had a late start. So um, actually, I didn't start entrepreneurship until last year when I started selling t-shirts. I was designing t-shirts and so I started that for a few months, and I was like, yeah, this is cool. You know, I tried it, and I, I liked it. I uh, figured out how to do it. But then I moved into web design, and I moved into web design. I moved into creating logos and, like, flyers and that type of stuff. Yeah. And then trying that, it was like I liked it. It was cool, but it was just it just didn't fit me as a person. So then I moved into life coaching, and then I was like, okay, I like life coaching. This is something that I do on an everyday basis. This is something that 
if I had to um, pick between not getting paid but also enjoying doing something, I would probably pick life coaching. So it's also something that becomes it's easier with time and it's something that becomes natural. And that's important. I think that you said that if you if it's something that you try that you don't like, you could just switch to something else. Just try something different. Facts. Facts. And and and, and to filter out what you said, you 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 went to one thing and then you went to another thing and then you went. To, you can't stop because you're just seeking something. And not only are you seeking something that you're comfortable with, you're seeking self-validation as far as what you want to do long-term and that you have peace with yourself doing. You know, you, you could have made money with T-shirts. You could have made, made money with web design, but you didn't You didn't love it like you love life coaching. And that's a big thing. You have to find something that you're totally comfortable with, you can speak confidently to yourself and others about. And that's the main thing. If you can look in the mirror and tell yourself what you do and smile, then you shouldn't be doing it. Right. And like I say, it's, I feel like it's important to find something that if you had to pick a choice where you had to do anything in the world, but you couldn't get paid for it. I think that's a good start. And a lot of times it's stuff that we could be starting entrepreneur ventures on that we just do on an everyday basis. So for people that get to cooking and stuff, people that like to do mechanic stuff like this is stuff that people find easy. This is everyday stuff, but just not building on the concept of and building a foundation of, it, you know? Yeah. And a lot of people, you know, they try things and then, you know, they, they find passion for it, but they don't want to build the business structure around it or, or they don't know how to do it. And that's what, uh, you know, sways a lot of people from not doing a lot of things because you actually have to put the work in. You really have to do what you're trying to do and, and manage it, keep it organized, schedule and all that kind of stuff and actually do the business, you know. So and that's a lot of a lot of uh, the time when people quit. Is when you see that you actually have to do the thing that you've been praying for, you've been asking for it to find. You actually have to put the work in for it. You're not gonna, you're not gonna skip that part. Right, right. It's definitely a process. We think that entrepreneurship is just, you know, it's a, you start something and then it blows up and then you're a millionaire and all that stuff. But it's it's stuff that takes time. You know, like I was just reading it to um, what is his name? The owner of Amazon. I forget what the Jeff, man's name is. Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos, he started Amazon in 1996. But Amazon yeah. then started to take off until the 2000s. So it was like he had to put that time and energy, and it was like day in and day out. And I know he felt, you know, like like he wanted to quit sometimes. You know, like it was just like, oh, man, I, I have such a good product, but it's not taking off. But that persistence, I feel, is so important in starting and putting that effort in day in and day out because it's like a momentum wheel. We put, all, we put so much effort in, and each day it grows and grows and grows until we have, you know, our end goal. Exactly. And, and there's no such thing as an end goal entrepreneurship, bro. I mean, if you're doing this, bro, you have to do it till you die, if you're all in. You know, of course, situations cost for you some time to get a job and stuff like that. But if you can pick, you know, you know, some people like that safety net. And, and I don't believe in safety net. That's where God's faith comes in. You know, you believe you believe you're, you're believing in something that you're building and, you know, something that you ask and pray for. And, you know, you just have to keep going with it and build it up. And, and don't be don't be don't be scared to switch your business. And this is why, you know, I see a lot of people dealing with art and dealing with different things. And, you know, it doesn't work out for them. And they just don't know how to shift. Never pivot until you're in a position that you know that you're going to be doing something happy and making money doing. That's important, bro. That's definitely important. It's just about putting perspective into perspective. It's knowing what you want at the fullest extent of it, how you want to do it. 
and where you want it to take you. If you want one business to lead to multiple businesses or you just want to run one business that you can keep within the family and stuff like that, cool. But if you want to run a conglomerate and, and just build out a, a full-fledged enterprise, then know what you're getting yourself up for, you know, you know, getting into. Because once you get into it, it's not something that you can just, just stop, you know, because the work is only going to get, you know, you know, become more crucial right. as it grows, you know, so. Right. All right. So what did you what would you say your first lesson uh, becoming an entrepreneur was and how do you feel that it has helped you today? Uh, be uh, comfortable with losing. Mm. It, it's OK to lose even to yourself. It's OK. And, and that's and I used to be a big time gambler. So losing mm. money was never like. You know, you think about it when you lose it, but it can't be something that stops you. It's made me numb to rejection in business because I get told 50, no 50 times a day. That's just part of it. And I, I feel that's my biggest asset to keep going to just to know that you can't please everyone, even yourself. Right. You can't because there's always going to be something that you need or want down the line, and especially with clients. And then you're dealing with the money and all this kind of stuff and, you know, there's always going to be some type of disagreement. And, you know, I, I refund clients money all the time because I know that you can't please everyone. And, and some clients aren't worth the headache and some projects aren't worth the headache. That's true. That's true. And that's something I had to learn, too, especially learning about. Um, I would say my lesson was sacrifice. Sacrificing a little here, you know, is, is going to be worth it for the the bigger picture there you know so it's like for me um i've been working since i was like 14 years old i had a job and all that type of stuff but in the end of 2019 or like after summer 2019 i was like i'm not gonna work no more i just want to focus on entrepreneurship and a lot of times sacrificing i feel sacrificing that uh the money from you know like a paycheck getting that that mm -hmm. that paycheck every two weeks sacrificing that and getting time back, I feel has benefited me so much because you know it's like you know everybody want money, everybody want to feel like they have money and that type of stuff. But earning your time back and taking me taking that time to to listen and figure out what I wanted to do, figuring out myself and that type of stuff, I feel like has helped me major. Exactly, because you look within yourself and found it. You know what I mean. And then in the time that you that you take, you know, for yourself to figure out what you want to do. You know, that's, that's, that's called sweat equity. You're figuring out who you are and, and building a business on the back of what you find out about yourself. That's called sweat equity. No one's going to pay you that. You have to pay yourself that. Right. And that, right. And that comes with just finding what you want to do. You know, once you, once you find out what you want to do, how you want to do it, you'll find little tricks and little, little ways to actually save money and time. And say, and you know, and save your clients a lot of money and time. It's not always about getting the best, the highest paying project. It's about getting projects that you know that you can fulfill, over fulfill those, and make sure that you're fulfilling yourself throughout the process. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah, it makes it makes a lot of sense, man. It makes a lot of sense. And that's what I tell a lot of people that want to get into a lot of things. Make sure that you know what you want to do, how you want to do it, and where you want to do it. That, that's pretty much it. Okay, so say you find out what you want to do and say that um, maybe it's something that you're starting a business, but you have some type of family members or you have friends or that type of stuff who don't see your vision. You know, maybe you could tell them, um, you can explain it to them all the way down to the T, you know, about everything that you want to do and how you want to do it. But what do you do or what do you say to a person that is in an environment where they have people around them that don't support? Tell that person, don't say 
don't say anything to them. Don't wrap your don't wrap your hopes and dreams into anything that they say. Listen to absolutely nothing that they say. Because you you built a vision in your head, and you have to have a tunnel vision to get to that vision. And on your way to that vision, there's going to be distractions. There's going to be things people say. There's going to be things people do. Some out of care, and that's, those are the things that's going to hurt the most because you know opposite. So I would just tell someone just have tunnel vision, block everything out, be quiet, do your work, focus. And, and, and focus on your perspective because everyone is just speaking from their perspective on your perspective. So no one knows what you're really going through and what you're trying to build and what you blah, blah, blah. No one knows. So just don't worry about that. They have their own problems. They can't tell you how to sweep their porch if their porch is dirty. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it seems like I tell people all the time, I see like something that I've learned recently is you can't, dim your light trying to, you know, shield the eyes of everyone else. You can't try to stop what you're doing, trying to oppress or trying to make everybody else feel comfortable, you know? And um, especially with, especially with entrepreneurship, when it comes to these types of things, you have to do a lot of um, research into yourself to figure out what you are good at and figure out the, pro- the stuff that you want to do. And a lot of times people see once you are upgrading, once you are elevating, once you are putting thought into action, a lot of people don't they don't like that because maybe they have experience where they try to do it and they just felt they couldn't do it. You know, they feel like it was too much for them, but they see that you're doing it and you're succeeding in it. And a lot of times people start to envy it. But yeah. you're right though, I feel like it's important not to just not to let that distract you. Like that's really a distraction. People come in all the time trying to knock you off your block. But you have to like you say, you have to have tunnel vision. You have to be able to see yo where you trying to go and the steps to get you there. Yeah, you, you have to lay it out with yourself first. You have to look in the mirror and know who you are and then pick up a pen and pad, write down what you want over the next 25 years and work for that. And, and you know, it's called manifestation, man. And if you can't see yourself doing it now, you know, down the line, you have to be able to see that person and work backwards. See everything backwards and say it to yourself backwards like you already have attained it. So the, that that means the the things that people say to you to try to deter you becomes even smaller to you. Have you ever thrown a pebble at a mountain or a building? It does not affect it. Those are words. Mm-hmm. So just think about that. Yeah, that's true. And I think I was speaking um, speaking on networking and that type of stuff, trying to be in the right environment, trying to have the right people around you. I was speaking on. So me. So I get on to Facebook. I'm on a t- Facebook and Twitter a lot. So those are my two main platforms and a, a lot of groups you know, on Facebook trying to network with people, trying to figure out different people, trying to, you know, start potential ventures and that type of stuff. Even just gain people that can be resources to me or stuff like that. And I feel networking, a lot of people don't see the, the benefits of networking or don't know properly how to properly network. What would you say the best way or how do you network per se? Honestly, like, like you and I met in groups. That's how, you know, I'm pretty much, you know, connected on this podcast. That's called networking. I don't mind meeting people. I'm not an introvert. I don't mind talking to people. I don't mind because I know what I want and I know the people that are going to help me get there. So it's always about having connections, access, and resources. And I'm big on resources and organization and management. So if you know what you want to do, know how you want to do it, you're going to need people to help you get there. I don't care how many bots you have. You're going to need people to help you get there, whether it's events or, or creative or, or management or financial taxes. 
and you're going to need people to help you get there. So what I do is I organize my uh, reminders, and within the reminders app, I have a networking file. And what I do is I break people down by full-blown entrepreneurs or, like, I have you in a life coach or uh, set up because you're a life coach. You're one of 20 life coaches that I know, and if people want anything about life coaches, I can refer them to someone. And that's just, you know, putting out good vibes. If I can help you build your business, you can help me build mine. I give you assets, and we barter like that. And then there's always some type of business that comes out of it for me. So I feel that doing the right thing and networking and genuinely helping people is the best networking that you can have. Yeah, honestly. And those people, those type of people, like you say, people who are, I say try to keep people around you, not only people who are on the same level as you, but people who are on a higher level than you, not as a the means to for competition, but as a means for them to motivate you. Once you see somebody around you, that has something that you want, you see the type of lifestyle that they are living and the way that you can get there, you see yourself with it, it makes it a lot easier for you to just go and get it because not only are you surrounded by it, not only are the people around you, you know, have it, but you also have a way to go and get it. I feel like that's super important. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so um, speaking on manifestation, we talked about manifestation. Um, I'm going to throw affirmations in there too because I feel like those are important. What do you feel like the benefits of manifestation is and affirmations? It's confirmation to yourself of what you want to do, that it can be done. And if you can see, like I said, if you can see yourself doing it, it it means a lot to me because sometimes on this journey, it can get a little hectic. It just gives you perspective on where you're going. And if you have that solid base of where you know you're going, that you've manifested and put into your own realm, then you know you're in goal. No one should be able to take you off of that. It doesn't matter what happened. Everything is just a facade of fear. And the other side of that is what you want. Right. That's true. That's true. Every day. So every day I try to wake up. It can be some very hectic days. It can be days where we feel like we just don't want to do nothing. Days where we just want to it's part you know, of it. fall it's apart. Part of it. You know, our days where we just happy and we just wake yeah. up and we just, you know, want to jump into it. But I feel like a big start for me is something that I had to start doing was every morning that I wake up, writing three things that I'm grateful for. Because once you wake up, it's so easy to fall into, you know, well, I got to pay the bills or I got to do this or I got to do that. But waking up and putting that positive imagery in my head of, you know, I'm grateful for these three things and I'm going to do this today. It kind of pushes me to do more and it kind of keeps me motivated and elevated, you know, as far as my energy. Yeah. I understand that. And it's, that's that juice that you need. If you don't have that extra push, you're not going to make it. If you don't have that extra push to yourself to be organized and manage what you're doing and build it out and help people, you're not going to make it. That's just a fact. If you're genuinely in it just to make money, you can make some money, but how many people are you helping? How many? Right. How much How much positive you know, karma are you putting out into the universe? That stuff matters because you can make all the money in the world and get hit by a bus on the way to a big meeting. It happens. Mm-hmm. And I think a big part of that is understanding that failing is your first attempt at learning. And people think that once they fail, it's just over, that everything is just done. Like, it's nothing more that you can do. But a lot of times when we fail, I think it's just so important that we understand that a lot of times it's just one misstep. It's just one one little thing that we slack in. And once we fix that one thing, it'll come back and we, we'll do we'll be able to succeed in whatever ventures that we put ourselves into. And I think it's important to understand that we are growing. And, you know, every day we learn something new. Every day we, we different than we were yesterday. We not, we have different, a different thought. You know, one day I could be, I, like I say, we could be 
life coaches one day and then wake up the next day and want to be a teacher or something or want to be something different. So it's like we, we have the ability to change and we have to embrace change. You know, sticking and being comfortable all the time, it limits you. It limits your potential. It limits your mindset. I understand. I understand what you're saying. But like it goes back to perspective. If, if, if you can't see yourself, nothing should deter you from what you want to do. It doesn't matter if it's bills, mom, cousin, daughter. It just shouldn't just, just deter you. You know what I mean? So that's just something right. to keep in mind, man. Never let anything deter you, even yourself. Sometimes you can put self doubt on yourself, man. True. True. And a lot of times we be our biggest critic. You know, everybody else will say, you know, you're doing great. Give you claps and hoorays and that type of stuff. But then if you're not feeling that in, your, in yourself, then it'll never feel right. You will never truly understand the feeling of it. Facts. Facts. It's got self-validation, brother. You have to validate yourself before anything, business, or anyone else does, bro. Because you shouldn't go out seeking that. Put out what right. you put out. Put out what you put out. Uh, you know, whether it's content, helping people, and that we just put out and, and don't expect anything back except good vibes, and that's what you're gonna get. Because so you know, if you help someone with life coaching, blah blah, blah you give out. You know, let's just say, for example, you give out five free sessions. Those five, those are five free spokesmen that you just gave, you know, just gave a job to. And they're going to say, okay, I know a life coach that can possibly consult with you about this, that, that, help you do this, and there it is. Right. You know, so just, just feed off your energy. That's what you're going to make it off of, bro. All energy. Everything is all energy. Mm-hmm. And something I say, it's all mental. You know, it's all it's all in the way that you think about yourself. It's all in the way that you think about your product. It's all in the way that you think about your uh, consumers. You know, it's all mental. If you feel like you can do it and you feel like there's nothing that can stop you, then there's nothing that's going to stop you. But once you let that negative energy in and that negative energy start to manifest into you, that's when you have them self-doubt thoughts and you have the thoughts where you just feel like you, you just can't do it. You know, like, I don't even think I'm worth it. And that's a that's a way to stop a lot of that's a way to stop the hustle, the way to stop entrepreneurship. It's a way to stop your you from following your dreams and your goals. Facts, facts. I mean, and it, it, it happens every day. That's why the that's why they call it a marathon. That's why I, I like Nipsey like I like Nipsey because it's really a marathon in everything that you do. You know, even mm-hmm. from sports to culture to to entertainment to to politics, everything is a marathon. You know, presidential debates are one in one day. It's a process. So in entrepreneurship, you know, there's, like I say, there's times where you're happy, there's times where you're sad, you know, there's times where you're motivated and times where you just like inspiration. How do you find the balance between, like, personal life and your professional life as far as being an entrepreneur? Organization. I manage everything. I, I schedule everything, even if it's time FaceTime with my daughter you know, texting my wife, you know, I, I try to, and there really is no balance because everyone's life is different. There's no 50-50 work balance unless you're, you know, nine to five, you know what time you're leaving in the morning, you know what time you're getting out. That's called uh, consistent life balance because you have a consistent schedule. But with entrepreneurship, it's different because, you know, you're, you're the you're the business, you're the front and the back of the business. So therefore, you know, you have to be able to manage that time. And there is no such thing as, uh, I have this amount of time for business. I have this time for personal. It runs together, but you have to be able to manage it, especially if everything that you're running is digital and you don't have a retail location. That means everything is online. So that means you have to be on top of everything as far as organization, 
where you're going to be at certain times and stuff like that. Because if you have to get your daughter at 530 or 6, you can take all your business calls between 4 and 6 and be at the recitals and all that kind of stuff and still be in the presence of your child and stuff like that. So I believe I don't believe that there's a real, you know, structure for balance for everyone. But everyone should try to find a balance within whatever that they do. You know, because some people have jobs and children and stuff like that. And after that, they have a small business that they're trying to run. You have to manage that time to be able to get all that stuff done and be able to have some mental peace for yourself. And I think that's where management and organization comes in because it can give you that sense of stability because you're checking things off and you can see them. And as you get them done, you can push forward and have more time to do things that you really not want to do because you want to do all this stuff. But do the other things that come along with it as well. It's not just hustling. You, you have to manage your family and everything that you're doing too. You're right. Yeah, that's true. And something that I'm learning with entrepreneurship is that you have to you have to rest sometimes. You know, like I feel a lot of times I just be wanting to get everything done and I want to work seven days straight, twenty four hours a day. But I had to realize that I'm not like I'm not a robot. You know, like I can't keep exactly. I can put effort in. You know, like you we can do as much as we can. You know, our mind to give out before our body will. But at the same exactly. time, you don't want to go all the way until your body give out to where you burnt out and you have no energy to do anything and then it's like you recovering from everything all the time so i think it was important for me yeah i think it was important for me to learn that sometimes you got to take a few hours or take a day to just relax and take a day just to get yourself rebalanced and back into your your groove or everything you know like a lot of times we burn ourselves down we want to get everything done so quick but like we say everything takes time you know you can't rush the process facts um, so what is something that you that you wish you knew before jumping into entrepreneurship? That's a good question. Um, what I will be doing, because that would have cut down on, well, I, I would have learned a lot. I learned a lot of lessons, so I can't say that, you know, the, the things that I learned or tried throughout the process, I would regret those. But some of the time that I spent, you know, on business that I knew wouldn't work, not not that I didn't know that they were going to work, but that didn't work. I would just jump straight into creative. It would have saved me at least two years of my time. That's the only thing that I regret. Other than that, I'm good. I take all the pain, the parents, the the life, the money. I'll, I'll take it because it's only made me who I am today. You're right. Now for me, um, I say understanding that you can't do everything by yourself. It's like. I try to do this and I try to do that, you know, and I try to do all these things by myself, you know, with no outside of pain. Not, and it's like a lot of times we think something is right. You know, we may think something sounds good, something look good, but it just takes that one critique to just put it to where it needs to be. So I feel understanding that a lot of times, even with the workload, like you need somebody to come in, you need somebody to, if you need some help or something, you know, a lot of times the entrepreneurship is stuff that we have to learn by ourselves, especially when we learn jumping into like a new market or something. So it's like having those resources around you and having that team around you, not only to motivate you, but to put you onto information, you know, and to help you along through the process. I feel that's super important. Of course. And and, and that's a big thing. Well, you know, it's, it's pretty much what you were saying earlier about networking. Put people in place, but you have to put yourself in place first. Once you put yourself in place, you'll be able to put people around you to build out what you want to do and, and make sure people have their own equity, man. That's what I deal with a lot of contractors. A lot of people don't want to work with other people because they feel like they're working for, they're working for them. No, we're working together on a, a common goal of completing a project. You know what I mean? So, you know, I try to, you know, empower. You know, you know, I don't try to take the uh, 
the, the power from someone within something that they're helping me doing. If you're helping me with the project, you have some power in this project. You don't just, you're not just the contractor just helping me do something. You're helping me build out an actual project that you can be proud of and add to your portfolio. It's not just for me, it's for you too. So I don't try to make someone, you know, mentally feel that they're beneath me because they're helping me with the project. No, entrepreneurship is about empowering oneself to help other people. That's all it is. That's true. You got to respect the janitor like you respect the CEO. Facts. You know, they all keep, they both keep the company going just because one has more power or seen, you know, as having a higher status doesn't mean they're better, you know? Yes. So what what's something that you would advise others who want to get involved in entrepreneurship? Maybe those who may think that they want to get involved, but they don't really know for sure if they're worth it or if they had the ability to jump into it. What would you say to those people? If you're not ready, don't do it. Because not ready. I mean, if it's something that you really want to do, do it. But if you have any doubts at all, I, I mean, it, it's different for everyone. But if it's someone that, you know, they've been a hustler their whole lives and stuff like that, you're already an entrepreneur, so I say go for it. But if you're coming from a working environment and stuff like that and you're, you're completely fresh, this technology is moving really fast and stuff like that, it can be overwhelming, but it is doable. It's doable. You can do it, but it's going to take a lot of learning. You have to be able to give yourself a few years learning curve as far as tech and stuff like that. But, you know, if you have a clothing line or, or a store or something that you, you already have, you're already an entrepreneur and you're scared to leave your job and stuff like that, I say go for it. You just have to strap strap down on your business, strap down on yourself and, and, and zoom in on your perspective on what you want to do and you'll be all right. Right. I think that's true. And I think um, something I learned, I forget who said it, but oh, I think it was one of my mentors who I said it. He told me that the key to success is action. So exactly. a lot of times like you may not have it all together. And I think that's something that I failed to realize. You know, a lot of times you put so much push so much time back trying to put everything together, trying to have it 100 percent. When in actuality, we should just start with the foundation that we already have and just build upon it. Exactly. Yeah, that's some that's something I had to um something I had to learn. It's it's I feel like that's super important because in building your foundation you have to have a structure, you know, like and, and exactly. even if it's like a, a minor structure, you know, you can build upon that structure. Mm-hmm. But to have to want to put everything together all the way and then push it out, you take away so much time for yourself. You take away everything that you can be doing. You could be learning and pursuing, putting forth action at the same time. Exactly. Because that's what it's about. You have to be able to do it, manage it, and remember you're still doing it. You know, and, and if, let alone managing people. Oh God, you have to be on top of everything. You're, you're the last line of defense. Like you're the guy. You know, it's you know, this is something that you want to do. You have to be the guy. You know, you're the star in your own movie. You have to be LeBron James and Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. You have to do that. And and if you're not that guy, go work for that guy. That's fine. Just it's cool. You just have to find out what you want to do because a lot of people, they they don't like to go speaking in front of people. You know, they're introverts. So it's okay to be. A, I'd rather be the number three on the winning team than the number one on a team that never comes on the court. You know, so that's just how I look at it. Mm. Yeah, that's super important, bro. That's super important. I think um, really understanding that you can go under somebody else's wing and learn what they're doing, learn how they did with whatever they're doing, and take a little bit from them and then use it into your own 
your own advantage. And we, nobody, no two people, um, journeys will be the same, but it is a lot of shortcuts that you could take to get to where you want to be, you know, and it's a lot of people and a lot of resources that you could take advantage of to get to where you want to be. You just have to get out there and find them first. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So um, the last one that I had was, well, how do how do I know if I succeed in entrepreneurship or, or what do I sell? Um, and what the advice that I have for this one is, do find something that you are good at naturally. Find something that like you you know you have mastered something. Once you could teach somebody else how to do it, you know, and do it the way that you do it in a a good fashion, like to a high standard. But find something that you are good at and something that you could teach somebody else and build upon that foundation. Because if you can if you can teach somebody else how to do it for free, then you can teach you can do this. This can be a service that you can offer to people who will pay you, you know, for your services, for your exactly. advice, for your knowledge. You know, that's true. I uh, I help people all the time, bro. Like, like I get people all the time that want to, you know, get logo work or website work and stuff like that. And I give them a free consultation and, and, and I don't have to do business with them. I just know that I help someone. And if they decide to work with me, then that's fine. But I give out free advice all the time, man. And, and that's what you, I feel like you have to do. Sometimes you have to throw gems out there sometimes. And a lot of people don't, don't have the time to create the stuff or the know-how. So they'll need the help anyway from me or someone, some other creator. And if I can do it or reverse someone or, you know, anything, if I can just help the brand, I don't mind it. But, you know, some people try to take advantage in that perspective, but it doesn't bother me because, you know, I'm just putting out good vibes and trying to help people, man. It doesn't bother me. Right. And I feel like that's key to being an entrepreneur. What problem can you solve? You know, like what is it's the money is cool. The money will come, especially if you have good service and a good product. But what problem can you solve? That's a good start. You know, where 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 is the gap in this market where I can go in and I have a way that I can fix this or a way that I can make this better? Exactly. You have to find the right, you have to base that around your skill set. And like you said, if you if you're cooking twelve hours a day for your family, cooking three times a day, you might have some insight on starting a cooking business or anything like that. So just find, like you said, find a need, fill the need, um, build, you know, figure out if you want to start the business or not. See if you have the scheduling and the capital and the, you know, the tools to actually do it, then go for it. Right, right, for sure. Um, but do you have anything else to, to add into this? What else? Did you have any final remarks? Just go for it, man. Whoever's, you know, trying to do something, man, just go for it, bro. Stop worrying about your friends. Stop worrying about what people say. Focus on you. You have to deal with you at the end of the day. You have to look in the mirror. So just keep looking in the mirror and figuring out the perspective. Manifest. Work backwards. Hustle. Keep God first. You win. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. That's something that I'm going to take, take heed to, too. <laughs> you have to, bro, because you know you're not doing all this alone, man. You have the power comes from somewhere, and the energy comes from somewhere. So just be thankful for it. Do everything with a clear heart and go forward. Right. Yeah, definitely. And I appreciate you coming into the show, man. Of course, man. I anytime, man. Appreciate you coming. In. Anytime, man. I I want to I want to be on every week if you you'll have me. So let's just work it out. Bro. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, for sure. We can have Craig win, but. So where can the people find you? All around. Craig Johnson Jr., LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, uh, I'm on SoundCloud, YouTube, uh, a lot of audio content. I write a blog on media. So catch up. Let me know what's up.
Yeah, for sure. And if you're looking for me, you can find me on, I'm usually on Twitter and Instagram um, at Be From Israel. But you can also find me on Facebook at Brandon Smith. And I, we appreciate you for tuning in. We hope that you like these episodes. And we'll see you in the next one. Peace. All right. Peace.